it's a like a double thing because I'm going to wear it at the Comic-Con. We're going to go during the day, and then there's a Halloween party that same night uh, not too far from the venue. So I'm going to wear it to both. You're getting, you're getting double use on your, your, your cosplay outfit. Exactly. So it should cool, be a lot of fun. Cool. And you have a fallback if you don't uh, figure out if you want to do a different cosplay for MomoCon out here in the uh, great state of Georgia. 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 <laughs> not, not Florida. Not, nah, nah, nah. Georgia. Nah, not Florida. I'm talking about Georgia. I'm trying to figure out what I could go for at, 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 at Comic Con and cosplay. I can't, I can't do a lot of the things I was going to do before. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I, I mean, I could probably still be Fat Thor, but it won't hit the same because my shoulders won't, won't look like Fat Thor. I mean, you could always go as a uh, Roshi. Yeah. Get you a little tur- uh, turtle hermit book bag or whatever. Put on a gi. Yeah. Put on yeah, the little slippers. They do sell Roshi. the whole like shell setup. Mm-hmm. And the they glasses. They definitely sell like a backpack, by a backpack or like as a as a, some kind of strap on kind of thing. You should go as Napa. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> sir. Uh, bad choice of words. Is it? I thought, strap, I thought we was a progressive on? podcast. I thought we could talk about. We have a, a fourth co-host where her literally her main job is selling sex toys, and y'all talking about strap-ons. Come on, son. Well, what are we yeah, doing here? Well, yeah, because we should be speaking about you know cosplay things, and with her not being here, and as of right now, she doesn't sell any strap-ons. So, um, you know, yet we're creating a demand. <laughs> Right, we're, we're yes, we are creating the demand. All of these women who want to get strap-ons, they should be able to buy them straight from theholisticshop.com. I don't know. How, how do we get here? I really don't know. <laughs> no, 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 that's not the problem. No, no, no. But we're staying here. <laughs> but speaking of DBZ characters, anyway, since we talked about Roshi, um, we had to send out a big RIP to my homie that just. Uh, Cross Snake Way, um, Chris Ayers, the English voice of uh, Frieza on DBZ, passed Man. due to complications of Coda. So it's um, you said what? Was it complications from the vid? No, it wasn't. It was um, something else. Compulsory obstructed pulmonary disorder. So basically, he had issues breathing. Uh, well, very sad. He was a yeah. great voice yeah. actor. Brought a lot uh, to the performance of Lord Frieza. You know, it's it's, it's, it's definitely been one of my favorite villains uh, from DBZ. Definitely like the, the most longevity and uh, like the perfect antithesis to Goku. But it's always sad when we lose somebody that we kind of grew up with. It's one thing it's like. Well, not that it's more impactful when like an original voice actor passes, but for those like within their own country, that's definitely a yeah. loss. Right, especially with with our childhoods. Like the first time we saw um, Goku become a Super Saiyan, that was like a whole iconic thing. But the yeah. reason why he had to become that was because of Frieza, which right. has been like this 
big looming like super villain for like two three years straight because back then with technology it was it took forever for you to get from the sub to the dub and actually put it on Cartoon Network and then they air it and then they have to play the entire season all over again before they actually get to the actual season so you you would probably get like a rundown of like the enti- entire Saiyan saga plus half of the Namek yep. saga and then right when yeah, Goku yeah. Uh, lands on planet yep. Namek it's like alright now let's, let's run it back because we don't have enough but- episodes done in dub so, like, we had Frieza, like, looming around for years. And then, like, he yeah. was this badass that was whooping everybody's ass. And this was, this is one of the people who made it cool to say, this isn't even my final form. Yeah, like, who's going to call the Saiyans the monkeys? This, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> You're right. What man, what, man, what man hasn't said that they're in sex? This isn't even my final final four. Insecure. It just happened. Yes, Queen. Like an yes, hour, Queen. Like an, an hour ago or two hours ago, but we had to wait on people. So let's get into yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, yes. You know, got shot. Issa killed her. Now they're trying to hide the body. And yep. go. So, them being on the HBCU campus trying to hide this body is crazy. Shit is wild. Honestly, I didn't think that Insecure was going to turn into like a a crime drama. Right. Like, like gonna, she borrowed a lot from. They start hiding bodies and shit. But um, it's like a but, mix of you and. Uh, 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 how to get away with murder so you know she she gave a real shout out to them uh, yeah. people are foolish I just want you all to know this alright hey yeah. come on Lakers we got the dub tonight right so anyway so outside of your distaste for homecomings and 10 year 20 year reunions just Period. How do you feel about today's episode, Deuce? I heard you you felt like this was a bit lacking as a premiere for it's, the final season. So, my my yeah, I, I do. I have a I have, I have no interest in going to like 10, 20 year reunions because, like I like I told you before, if I wasn't interested in you in the classroom, I'm not gonna be interested 20 years later. I see everybody's got kids and married and or divorced and moved and got out of jail or in jail, whatever. I can do all that from Facebook. I don't need to see you in person but to see what your life was like. Facebook everybody's has rendered the anyway. reunion absolutely pointless. But but even so, I think this was her 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 version of going to homecoming, right? Like we got a glimpse of Issa and crew back in college. We got to see some of uh, 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 the fraternity brothers and some of some of Issa's college people, and it helped set up one of the dopest jokes of this show. That was funny as hell. It creep. Yeah, they talked about them stank ass cues. Remember that part? Yeah, I remember that part. That was hilarious. They was talking about stank ass cues. Mm-hmm. That was the most. That part. See, that was the most distasteful 
That was the most distasteful, disrespectful part of the episode that I didn't appreciate. All right. Like, but, you, you know, you got to admit sometimes it can also be on point because some of y'all undergrads be wild. I don't know what you're talking about. It be the undergrads. The men of Omega are the most wholesome brothers See, and fraternity members that you know. When they're still in undergrads, campus. they are not Omega men. When they are still in undergrad, they are not the Omega men. You can't say that. You can't say Some that. of them are. You can't say but that. A lot of them that. are not. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of hate on this show for the cues when the cues really make this world go round. Oh no, don't don't misunderstand me, okay? I love the cues. Like mm-hmm. y'all have been like watching y'all work is some of the most amazing stuff I've ever seen in life. Like really? y'all get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But there's no need for the butt in there, right? I'm just saying, you know, you people got to be like people had to be aware, like you know, hey, hey, hey. They spent like a whole five minutes dissing the cues. That was too much, but I'm just saying, you know, some of them they're party. It was like twelve minutes. It was like twelve minutes of them dissing the cues and trying to big up, trying to big up that other that other fake frat. Yeah, I didn't get that, but... Uh. Nah, it was like 12, 12 and a half minutes spent on dissing the cues. For what? For what, baby? Maybe if Issa had a cue in her life, she wouldn't she wouldn't be as lost. Hmm? Did you think that? Maybe if... Maybe... Maybe if Molly had a cue in her life, she too wouldn't be as lost. She would have some direction. Hmm. Did you ever think about that? I am entirely dis displeased by this. Women <laughs> need a man to find a recursion. No, I'm going based off of their characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going based on, no, no, say that, but I'm going based off of their characters. If they had strong men characters in their lives, from the char- from 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 the way their, <laughs> their characters are set up to be supporting the cast for them, they wouldn't be as crazy as 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 they seem. And it, it's not crazy because they're just going through life the the way most of us go through. But at the same time, if they had somebody that had direction in their lives or at least knew who they were, then I'm pretty. Sh- I mean it. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying necessarily a man, but this is a show about dating and show about lives, right? So hmm. I kind of see what you're going for, like you know, because they do be you know chasing some men that do not have the direction, but right, you I'm know, putting it based on this show, like every dude that they've went after, with the exception of maybe one. One yeah, with the exception of maybe one that Molly went after, they didn't have any direction to them. And the ones that did, they they shunned away. And because of them shunning that person away, they probably missed out on on peace. Yeah. So more than likely, if they ran into said a uh, strong-willed and strong-minded um, Q, probably would have just left them by the wayside. I, but you never know. 
Q's might have that uh extra oomph they need. Real. But instead of that, they spent 12 minutes dissing the Q's when really all they know, uh for all they know, Biscuit Oliver was an alpha and he carrying that fat bitch across the goddamn prison for all the damn episodes of Baki. So what was what's uh the one friend's name I forget Prinny, what was her first name Kelly Kelly Kelly, Kelly. so what one thing that was interesting was how when everybody thought Kelly was dead how they mm-hmm. kind of treated it where you know mm-hmm. some people didn't care they had a little bit of that's a, that's another thing it's like what's the point of you trying to see all these people again where if you would have died during before, like you know before the actual get together who really right. cares. Like, right. right. Nobody noticed that so, like, she was actually alive, except for her, the people. Right. Who, she was at the whole her. event, and her picture was on the fucking screen, and nobody went, "Oh my God, you're alive!" Like nobody right. gave a shit. But even at the same time, her friends. Right. But see, her friends, her friends at the same time, kind of, kind of blew it off to the side, right? Like, oh yeah, that's just, it's just whatever. When you can see it really hurt her, it really hurt her feelings, and it really. Like her status within them really, uh, to her came came to a realization that sometimes that she may be the 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 joke the 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 the, the punchline of, of the <laughs> yeah, and she's not she's really been the glue for everybody. Like underlying Kelly's been the glue and the liveliness for for everybody. So, like, and it, it kind of seems like they're setting it up for uh, a, a discussion about depression, uh, a, a discussion about bigging up and, and really checking in on your strong friends and and shared shared traumas at the same time. Because if you notice that, that's what what pulled Issa and Molly back together was the shared trauma. Which is sad because it's like. You know, she does she does a lot for them and doesn't get the respect for it, especially when they are in group events going forward. And she seems to be the most responsible and got it together, even though she's the goofy one. You know what I'm saying? Like she still definitely does her shit and is is more in control of her life than most of the people around her. Right. Shout out to black podcasters that are suffering from uh, existential crises. And right. uh, yeah. Well, crisis, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I Get do. Get your SAT I, words together, buddy. You said what about my mama? <laughs> she fine as hell. That's fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I, I do like the fact that eventually, like they, like Molly and Issa put forth the effort to just let bygones be bygones. Like I really do think they should actually act have like a very awkward uncomfortable conversation about how they drifted apart because certain things need needed to be addressed but um, why I just, I just, re- I just recently season? uh re-watched like the last uh episode right before this and i was like yeah y'all said some real ha- hateful things y'all should probably talk that out otherwise it might but come see, up I again think... in another situation uh, see, unless you truly what's... are moving on yeah, I, I think once they say they moving on, then they moving on. They they at least they have to. They have to show that. And so, so, I don't think that 
the conversation actually needs to be had as long as an understanding is reached. Um, and it doesn't always have to be like, you know, it might just be, hey, we ain't never bringing this up again. Whatever. Um, me and the, the Mr. Professor had an interesting conversation about how I have a Molly in my life. And like, you know, it's, you just like reach understandings with certain people. And it's just like, oh, okay, this person, they might go left sometimes, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hell, um, what the past, well, there was like a weird blip in these last couple of months and then like you know we just moved past it we don't stay on it hash on it none of that stuff and like hey like things were like kind of sad because things went left a little bit but hey like you all talked it out or you Hmm? all have that understanding where it's just certain things hey that's you, man, that's me. It's not even that, like, we talked it out. Like, you know, it was, It might be brief snippets of things, and then it'd be like, oh, okay, you know, hey, we both on the same page, good. Bloop. Like, it don't even come up as a whole conversation. It'd be, like, woven into other stuff. Mm. Like, and that's just part of how we get past it. Like, you know, we focus on what we do. As opposed to... What happened? Yeah, as opposed to like you know, the the bit of tension or discord or whatever, <coughs> you know. I think they need to find new friends. No, yeah, they need to. Right. Ex- ex- they need to expand their friend group because they. I feel like when you have a lot of history with somebody, if if something happens to where y'all aren't cool. For a minute, and it feels like it's something that was major to the point where like you're willing to end the friendship. I feel like some people they just kind of hang on to what they're used to, and they're they're yeah. not comfortable branching out. So then you just kind of start putting up with bullshit because you got yeah. you got so much history with somebody. Yeah, yeah. they need to find friends that they're they're not trying to fuck all the time. That's See, the I'm one thing that, like, that becomes a, a constant within the show. It's like y'all, every new yeah. person that's on the show ends up getting fucked. Or fucked I mean, over. Hey, I mean, but that's real life situations. Like, I, 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 they're real life relatable situations. Like, you can't say, you can't come on and say, oh, I'm not going to get fucked today by this situation or everything's going to go perfect about that. That's why I, what I love about the show. And even with the show, like, I experienced something very similar to the Issa and Molly situation, only I cut the shit off. Like, it was one of my my best friends. Like, I've known him since grade school. One of my longest friends. And a lot of the stuff I felt like was going on uh, that I did wasn't being reciprocated. Even within... Wow, the dog is loud. Uh, but even within even within just small things, it, it just wasn't being reciprocated. So I feel like it just wasn't serving me no more. And I brought it to his attention, and nothing nothing still happened from it. Like so, once nothing happened from it, I'm like, all right, you, you know, uh, tree shaking time. It, it's time to move on. Like that that relationship uh, season has ended. 
it's time to move on to something else. And it's not like I have any ill will or wish any ill will to him or have any hard feelings at this point, but I just know it, it, it can't be a situation where we're the same type of cool anymore. There's always a weird feeling because, like, when you, when you really start to drift away from somebody, it's like, oh, shit, you know, like, you, one person can still think y'all as cool as y'all were like way back in the day. Another mm-hmm. person is like very much moved on, which can also happen in regular relationships where either you are just complacent with where you at, or it's just a matter of like, you're not sure what you should do next, but it's, I feel like that's where, um, well, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who had more of that feeling. Was it Molly or Issa? And I think it was, I want to say Molly because she felt like Issa wasn't uh, as mature as she needed to be. But then I also feel like it was Issa because Molly was being super negative on everything. And she was just like over it. Like, bitch, quit, like, crack a smile, like, or something. Like, you just, oh, everything is always, you know, oh, woe is me. So they, they, I feel like they both in their own right had their had their reason for walking away. So them, them trying to salvage it, it's like, yeah, that's a noble effort, but... I, it's not really needed at this point. Yeah, like it, 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 it even even within my situation, like it, it's it's salvageable, but it, it's not going to be the same. Like I'm gonna forever remember in in those times of need or in those times where I felt like we're crucial to our relationship that somehow a ball was dropped. So it's time for me to you know move past and move on. Yeah, yeah. What? It. It wasn't a slow process for me. I, I mean, it wasn't, but it was at the same time. Like, it was. Yo, I I got this new spot. Come through and with this new job. Come through and. Nah, it didn't happen. But they pop up on my family members in a whole other state. So. Uh, I popped up uh, engaged and just didn't invite to the wedding. Type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, oh, I'm busy today and got shit to do. And then you always got shit to do. (laughs) Which is, like, sad, but then as an adult, you actually do always got shit to do. So sometimes those relationships also just weed themselves out, whether it's not even, like you said before, no malicious intent in the in the breaking of that connection, but it's also there was no effort to keep it either on either side. Right. And, and so, like, why do y'all have such definitives on things? Like, what do you mean? I just I just got a question, like, because it's like, okay, so just because the relationship is not in the same place that it was, you aren't either. Neither is that person. So why would it be? Um, Why can't it just be different? Like, why does it have to be like, oh, that it's terminated now because we don't hang out as much like y'all really put too much energy into certain things like some of my friends. I'll go years without talking to and then we will have a full night of conversation 
um, especially now in this whole panorama, how like, you know, digital communication has taken off. Uh, we'll have like, a, so what, it was last year? Like, me and this girl probably talked twice a year. And we were cool as hell there. In high school, a bit in college, um, like, you know, I mean, it's always changed depending on our circumstances, but it's like, oh, hey, you know, hey, it is what it is, but it's never, like how you say it's never an ill will, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just more, you know. But see, I I have friends like that too, like, I got a lot of friends like that. Mm -hmm, But I'm saying like, why does... Why are y'all jumping all the way to the deep end? No, no, they gotta go. No, see, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fire. Cancel that bitch. Right. <laughs> like, nah. Talking about even if I'm doing it sublimit, like, like with the subs, okay, but they gotta go. <laughs> like, but what? No, it, what? It, this it is so like that. It, it just, I, I felt like the disrespect was there, and I, I needed it. I needed in that situation to disconnect that. Like, I felt like I, I was too easily accessible, and he wasn't, right? Uh-huh. It was definitive situations where I, I needed friends. Like, I, I needed this person that I considered to be my family member, and, and they just dropped the ball multiple times. And... I would tell them serious situations like uh, about me wanting to commit suicide or uh, other situations like that, and I get the 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 ultimate. That's crazy. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. That, that's yeah, that's, crazy. that's a good. Yes, that's a cutoff. Mm. I'm gonna pray for you. Don't pray for me. Put put. Fifty dollars in my pocket. And that's what I need right now. You know? <laughs> like shit. But also, I say those. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you good? Uh, those relationships make themselves apparent as well. Like, you know, when you got friends that you can go more than a year without talking to, and you pick right back up, then y'all both mutually feel that way. But sometimes it's like because you come into contact with so many people so often, and you have these varying degrees of relationships where oh i've known you since the sandbox so we always gonna be cool or we was in high school in the same classes all right whatever like these oh, it kind of reminds me oh, of a relationship okay. i did or I, um, a conversation i did have with a friend a long time ago where i told him straight up like i feel like me and you can both live without each other like if if we if one of us were, was removed not much about life is going to change and that, and ultimately that opened up their eyes because they were like, well, you're right. You're going to meet a bunch of people and not everybody is going to be there for the same amount of time or for the same reason. So if you can recognize that off top, it kind of does make those disconnections a little bit easier because it's like, all right, yeah, we was cool for a long time. Shit happened. We ain't talk. Is no ill will, but you can't be in contact with everybody at all times. But that's why the relationships that you do keep, you know, those close friendships, those those need to be just as yeah. uh, scrutinized yeah. uh-huh. because they, you need to know who's going to be able to stay I around, who's taking up space. Kind of just... Knowing yourself, like, I don't have them problems. And, like, it might be because, you know, I ain't got no friends. I don't know. Look, whatever. But, <clears throat> honestly, if, well, let's see. 
Mr. Professor, the babes. You have seen how my familia is. Mm -hmm. I mean, Roger, you have too. Like, can you imagine growing up like that? And like, but at the same time, can you think of how often I call my family? This is true. <laughs> but you, you know, I, I can categorize sense, easily. But everybody's sense of friendship is different because a lot of your friends are your family members, right? Uh-huh. And whereas a lot of us, we didn't have that, that close-knit family, so we, we, we tend to lean towards the people that we grew up with or even went to college with. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with a lot of the people I still went to hell. I, I marched with Roger. <laughs> I marched in the marching band with Roger. I, I, I still, I'm still cool with my, my band director from North Carolina, Elizabeth City. I'm still cool with uh, uh, my, my people's from the percussion section down there, Poison. Shout out to y'all. What's up? P-O-P-O. I-I-I. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? So... Like I, I did my my master's thesis on this very subject, how band built family. Like band mm -hmm. served as the the surrogate family of those who didn't have that at home. Even those that had a family that had some sort of disconnect with their family, the band yeah. and especially going to a HBCU helped mold that. So we built those friendships. So when they to bring it back to the show. When they show them going back to homecoming and reminiscing and, and going through these things, man, that a lot of that is relatable because that's what we're we're doing now. Like, as we go back to homecoming and reminisce, yo, I remember such and such happened over here. Or I remember having to fucking roll up a hill. You still sound stressed about that. I no no stress. Stress. This is all I'm saying. Have you ever had to fucking roll up a hill? Roll up a hill. A steep ass hill. <laughs> How is this preparing me for the Bud Billiken? And it did. It did. It did. It did, though. Thank you. I'll, I'll let it go. So, you know, sometimes the old friends that you realize, you know, you had a lot of fun with weren't really good for you because what happened? They, they ran into their old friend Shay. These bitches got robbed. So yeah, it's like... Yeah. I hope they see Shay again and beat that bitch's ass or something, right? Because I felt bad for her IDs and everything in that goddamn wallet. And then she ain't even want Issa's shoes. <laughs> right. That's the ultimate disrespect. She was like, oh, no, you can keep them little, them little shits. We don't, want, we don't need that. Oh, no. Talking about, mm -mm, you only got, like, two pairs of good shoes. So, like, I know them been worn through. through. So let's talk about the Batman trailer because apparently somebody has seen it finally or am I the only one that's seen it? Nope, I've seen it. It's trash. It's a bunch of white privilege. Um, it looks better than the last Batman uh, trailer that we got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I said. I was like, this looks better than ba yeah. anything Batfleck has been. So um, They're yeah. really good at making movies look good, but uh, even yeah, knowing yeah. that movie yeah, is shit. DC shoots very good trailers, and then when you right. sit there and see the final product, it's like, wow, 
Gotcha, you bitch. really know how to highlight the best parts of these movies and cutting out a lot of the dialogue and just show action. That's what they, they hit you with the gotcha, bitch. <laughs> you traded this shit out real quick. So, um, I do want to see this, kind of, sort of. I don't know. As of right now... I'm Why like, is Catwoman not wearing a mask? Because she didn't wear Ooh, a mask Catwoman? in the last one for some reason. Yeah, so... Uh, they fucking it up. But They you know, fucking it up. Like, <laughs> keep fucking it up. But maybe there'll they'll actually be a reason why Selena Kyle isn't wearing her mask in front of the Batman. Um, we'll see. But it's, it's Batman. It is, it it's is Batman. Batman. Bat, Batman. That's what he said, Batman. Huh. And speaking, Bat- of, speaking of other uh, mans that are based upon other things that are not human... The Spider Man is now being cast. Yo, that was a horrible transition. No, P said y'all gonna move past this. Just swoosh. Is in the morning. Oh, you fumbled the bag on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to move on because my laptop is, is about to die and my real oh. charger is somewhere in Alabama and the current charger does not push out the same Alabama. <laughs> right and yeah this other charger doesn't put out the same wattage so it's not charging faster than it will well hurry up with your excuse having ass mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> moving on so, uh, Tom Holland is cast in, uh, as Nathan Drake in the new Uncharted movie and the trailer drop. And I've never good. been a fan of the, the game, but this looks very fun. This is like the 21st century Indiana Jones. I am here for it. Anytime you can throw a child out of a, uh, a jumbo jet, you know, that's like carrying lots of other shit. It's a really good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm- I'm for it. Somebody out of a helicarrier? I'm all for it. I'm for it. Fuck them kids. <laughs> you for what? How old is Tom Holland anyway? This man is 25 years old. <laughs> Y'all said he was like 17. Baby face. He is 25. Wow, that is crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, does anybody want to have any uh, final words before we conclude today's episode? It is late. Uh, wash your hands. That's not really going away anytime soon. Um, and your ass. And your ass, yes, please. please. Love God. Mm-hmm. If you got to be out here eating ass, the least you could do is wash it. Right. Get up in there. Suds it up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Get in there. <laughs> y'all, are gr- y'all are gross. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're gross. Be- it thank you for listening to another episode of afroclectic podcast please follow us on twitter and instagram afroclectic pod and oh we're also on tiktok you can just follow me on tiktok that's go home roger follow me broadway joe 614 don't forget to go and shop at holisticshop.com that is h-o-e-l-i-s-t-i-c shop.com and use the promo code afroclectic at checkout to save, I think it's like 50 per, 15% now, something like that. What? Everybody likes a good deal. So, you know, go ahead and support a black business. Um, and that's about it.